0: Hello everyone, Michael here from Farm to Fable with a sort of mini episode that I'm gonna call Letters to the Editor. And this is gonna be a semi-regular type of show where I respond to some letters that we've gotten and read some reviews from people who have left those for us. We will return to our regularly scheduled programming next week with episode eight, Jitters. So we've not had a whole lot of people respond and send emails but we've had a couple and obviously I want to say thank you to those people uh, so our first email came from Ryan and there's a little bit of stuff here we don't need to talk about but Ryan wanted to let me know that Texas high school football starts the last week of August it is 11 weeks long with a bye week giving each team 11, uh, each team 10 games to play so if you are really good and you make it to the state championship game, that one would be played in December 21st, which it was the last year. So there is a chance that if a midterm exam was given at the end of the first semester, it could have interfered with the game. Uh, also, most midterms are given in the middle of the current semester, which would be around the middle of October. This is in reference to Heat, the third episode of season one. We talked about uh, all the players that got Kicked off the football team because of they had cheated on their midterm, and I was questioning whether or not that not made any sense. And at least according to Ryan and Texas football, could have. Uh, we got a second email from Ryan. This one in regards to episode seven, Craving, where I had talked about I thought it would cost so much money. For at the end of the episode, they had the little uh, cartoon short of Bugs Bunny when Lana and Clark were in the truck uh, for her birthday. And he just wanted to remind me that, recall, to remind me that Smallville originally began airing on the WB network before it combined with, I think, UPN and became CW, uh, that Warner Brother owns the right to Bugs Bunny and Looney Tunes. So it actually may not have been that much of a stretch for them to cooperate and get them on there. So yeah, I did not think about that. So Ryan, thank you for both of those emails. I really appreciate it. And then we also got a letter from from Phil in Toronto, who just wanted to point out that the box that Lex uses to keep Lana's necklace that he eventually gives to Clark that Clark eventually gives to Lana looks quite a lot similar to the box in the original Superman movie where Lex hides the kryptonite necklace that he puts on Superman before he throws him into the pool. Um, I definitely think the one in the Superman movie is larger because the uh, the piece of kryptonite on that necklace chain is much larger, but I do think that they are very similar, and it probably was a an intentional nod to that when it was created. Uh, Phil also had some uh, comments about the show, and uh, he mentions that He isn't a big fan of how we mention every episode who created Superman and Smallville and you know, the guest stars and the directors and when we get onto that really doesn't interest him. And he would be more excited if we just jump straight into the content. And then he also asked if maybe we could start using some actual clips from the show. And we are looking into that. I'm not, I haven't made a decision yet because I do like those elements, but I would be interested to hear from other people. If enough people tell me, yeah, that's just dead air, then we probably would look at uh, maybe changing. But what I'm going to start doing uh, beginning with episode eight is in the show notes, I'm going to include a list of tags for each of the various segments. So uh, our, you know, our cold open narrative, the, the credits, the pass the torch question, so on and so forth. So if you, do want to just jump straight to when we actually start talking about the episode, then you can just jump to that specific time in that specific episode. So it's kind of like half measure for now that uh, we are going to continue to do those. But we, uh, we're we going to make it easier for you to skip around to the parts you care about most if you're interested. But I really appreciate the emails from Ryan and from Phil. Uh, it means a lot. And uh, if you listen to a lot of podcasts, you probably hear them say all the time, you know, give us a rating and a review. It really does help. And it really does. But for me, I've been doing this for many years, more on the RPG side. It's just great to know that people are listening. It it can feel like, you know, you're doing all this work and no one listens. And maybe 100 people listen, maybe 100,000 people are listening. I, I don't know that it ever matters. Not that I've ever had a show that had 100,000 people listen to it. But just having someone care enough about what you said, even if they disagree, to take the time to send you an email, is huge. So I want to say thank you to both of them. And then to give Phil a little bit of an extra pat on the back. Um, he's by far our most active Twitter account follower. We do have a farm to fable Twitter account, and he's on there posting all the time, commenting on our episodes or his own, because he's uh watching ahead. I think the last uh Twitter tweet he sent me was on season for. And I think it's great. I love it. So I'm so happy that he's doing that. And I would love for more people to do the same, uh, to follow us on Twitter and just, you know, comment about what you're watching, your thoughts on episodes and all that kind of good stuff. It uh, it really makes me happy. And then along those lines, our Facebook page is very small. I do know a lot of people don't like Facebook right now. I can't really argue with them. Uh, it seems to be a cesspool, but it is good for stuff like this. That if you are on the Facebook page, um, every episode when I post the episode, I re uh, reiterate the "pass the torch" question that we asked that week's guest, not the one they asked later, but the one that was asked of them. And I would love for more people to start answering it themselves. Uh, so feel free to go back to the beginning of our post there. There's seven episodes posted now, and give us your answers. What you know? What would you have said to? Um, who you would have recast and whether or not you think flights and tights actually turned out to be a detriment or what you think your powers would be, all that stuff. I love it. Uh, And then the last thing I want to do is just read a couple of the reviews. Actually, I'm going to read all of them because there's not many. Um, But again, as you hopefully know, our goal is to get to 100 iTunes reviews on USA iTunes charts. We're currently at nine or 150 global, and we're currently at 11. So we have two from uh, Canada. I've looked at most of the other countries that I think we would get reviews from, and so far there's none. So if you have written us a review or just left a rating from um, outside of U.S. or Canada, I have not seen it yet. Please let me know. And Pretty much every one of these reviews comes from someone I know, which doesn't make them any less special to me, but uh, it would be great if other people out there listening would leave some as well. Uh, so our first review is from Jonathan Pei. Uh Nostalgia by the Numbers. Listening to Farm to Fable and watching some of the show uh, with it has got me right in the feels in the best way. We also have one from Kalem from the Roll Pod, a farm by fans for the fans. The host Michael is a seasoned podcast producer, but more importantly, he clearly is a big fan of Smallville. It is great to go through the show again, episode by episode. I recommend to check out the show. It is great whether you are rewatching the show alongside Michael and his guests or just listening to them. If sadly you don't have time for a full rewatch. Five stars and smiley face emoji. So thank you both to Jonathan and Caleb. And yes, those are both were co-hosts on the show, but that's fine. If you're a co-host, you can still leave us a review. Uh, And then our USA reviews and our USA iTunes reviews. Uh, Again, all these were five stars. Uh, Keep them coming. This is from MKS124. Uh, They put the apostrophe on M in the wrong place, but I won't hold that against them. These guys are great. I can't wait for the next episode. Lots of unique insight and humor. Uh, Then we got one from Dixie Dixie Dog. Scoreboard! Exclamation point. I can't imagine what the scoreboard is going to be at. Come the end of the first season, much less the series. That alone will take like two hours, and I can't wait. Uh, then we have No Tights, No Flights from Las Vegas Twenty Two. Like I needed another reason to revisit Smallville. And finally, we have a review from Bandit Ky. Somebody save me! I really enjoyed Smallville when it originally aired. Was looking for an excuse to revisit, and this show is it. I really enjoyed the discussion between Michael, the Forever host, and Al, this week's co-host. The good and the silly and the show lovingly covered. Look forward to more. So again, thank you everyone who took the time to write a review, whether you are a friend of mine, a family member of mine, or a host on one of the episodes. It means a lot. Uh, If we don't get to 100 or 150, we probably won't do the RPG session in the middle. But I still would like to get as many as we can. It helps let us know that people are connecting to what we're doing, that they're listening, that they care. Um, and if it's, you know, if it's a three-star review with some comments and criticism, that's great too. I, I prefer five-star, but you know, whatever you really feel, let us know. Much like, uh, Phil, you can send us an, e- an email to smallvillefancast at gmail.com if you have comments, concerns, criticisms, uh, and don't want to leave it in a review, or maybe you don't have access to iTunes. I know not everyone does. Um, you can go to Stitcher. Yeah, it's free to go and listen to Stitcher because we're not buying a paywall. And I believe you can leave reviews there as well, even if you don't listen on Stitcher. So if you listen on a different podcast app that doesn't, you know, allow you to leave a review, that's not iTunes or some other like that, please consider going to Stitcher. It takes five minutes. Leave us a review there and I will include those in the iTunes. So if we get, you know, 20 reviews on Stitcher, I will count that in towards our 100 and 150 gold. So that's it for this week's Letters to the Editor. Hopefully in a few weeks or so, we'll get some more emails, get some more reviews, and I'll jump back in and talk about them. Uh, enjoy your week off. Play a rerun, maybe, like, you know, like they used to do on TV shows. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, and bye-bye. Farm to Fable is a Smallville rewatch fancast and is not officially affiliated with DC Comics, Warner Brothers Television, the CW network, or any other owners of Smallville and or its related source materials. As such, these companies retain sole ownership of all symbols, images, names, logos, and other proprietary material related to Smallville. Our use of logos, images, names, likenesses, and sound clips are being used under the Fair Use Guidelines. Our logo was created by Michael Walschlager II. You can find Michael on Twitter at LoserMLW. Farm to Fable is written, edited, and produced by me, Michael Ross, with additional input by weekly co-hosts as credited in each episode's show notes.